Welcome to today's show. I'm sitting here together on the GC booth with a spe very special person. It's Jörg Weiler from Germany. Hey, welcome to the show, Jörg. Hello. Yeah. Tell us something about yourself. Yes, I am a dentist in private practice and since 20 years in Cologne. So it's my hometown where we are right now. I work in the dental office with a colleague together. We have a practice with two people and I have a, a assistant dentist as well. So and do the full range of dental treatment in our dental office, including orthodontics and implantology. And my special things are all you can loot. So I, I, I'm a looting guy and doing a full ceramic restoration. I like composite restoration as well and sometimes of endodontics as well. Oh, nice. So I just listened to a lecture by you. You lectured about Cerasmart uh, 270. What did actually change for you clinically? So yes, you also used the old Cerasmart, so-called? As I told, I'm a, a composite guy, so I always interested in these materials which are called hybrid, or most of them are not hybrid, they are composite. And I, I tried a lot of these materials, and until the last years, I strongly recommended the Cerasmart, and now we have a Cerasmart 270. And if you have a close look, maybe you don't see it on the first look, but on the, if you have a close look, there are several differentiations between those materials. The old one was pretty, pretty good. But um, they improved, from my point of view, what a dentist can see, two things. They made the shades much nicer. Mm -hmm. they, they are looking better from by the color. The saturation of the color is better balanced than before. And the ha they have a little bit more transparency. So the um, what, what we call chameleon effect, so that it's disappearing in the tooth if you place it inside, it's really perfect. So what they did, that is what the dentist can see, they increased the aesthetic outcome. That is really better. If you have a, just a look inside and the technology, it's getting better by a better composition of the material, the filler particles are more homogeneous, they are better embedded in the matrix, and though they will have a better wear, or wear resistance if you like, and it's easier to polish. So these are, in, in the polishing lasts long. That, that's for me very important. I don't want to repolish my restorations after two years. I, I would like to do it and say, that's good, so I won't care about it in the next years. So I, I would say they did a great job to uh, improve the old Sarah Smart to the 270. In lecture, you also said something very interesting that you also we have to look and uh, to the antagonist teeth when we are treating uh, that pa patients, and that uh, some materials, for example, lithium disilicate, uh, where or even zirconia, where the antagonist mare, and that uh, we have to focus on that also. Yeah. I don't think that it's a, a really good idea always to use uh, high-fashion full ceramic materials. Y you have to look how the bio function in the oral cavity. And it, it's not only tooth against tooth. You have the, the TMJ and all the stuff about we will care about in the next years. Usually tooth wear over the year, but you won't see any wear on zirconia. Even if you do a perfect polishing, and you can do that, so that the zirconia will be very smooth on the surface but it won't wear so while other areas in the mouth wear the zirconia won't so the antagonist has to wear because you're getting lost vertical dimension over the years over f a lot of years and so I feel my, myself much more comfortable to use a material 
which behaves more or less the same like our own tooth structure does. So zirconia is for me personally not the solution for a full anatomic restoration. A desilicate could be, it's much better. And to be honest, you're a little bit closer to the tooth with a Cerasmart 270. So mm. I prefer that. Yeah, and you also, due to that reason, you mainly use it on uh, your implants. Yeah, implants is, a, is another story. A regular tooth has a kind of possibility of movement on several tenths of millimeters. So if you chew very hard, the tooth can go a little bit inside its situation, but an implant can't. So we need to have a material which is uh, able to, I would say, flex a little bit, and so... I won't recommend to do a full ceramic restoration on an implant. I would have like to have something which is a little bit flexible. It is not flexible like silicon, but it's a, a kind of flexible. And our results over the last 20 years, we didn't have any chipping with problem, a problem with chipping. On crowns, we did this way on an implant. But if you see on our old PFMs, or maybe not PFMs, you do, for example, zirconia coated with a felt spatic ceramic, You see more or less often some kind of chipping over the years, but not with composite, because in this area where maybe a contact is not that perfect built by the technician, it will wear and not chip. It just will wear. So it's by biofunction in my other better way. Very interesting thing about you that you are a CATCAM user. But yeah. you're a little bit old school <laughs> when it comes to that. I'm not the youngest guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're still using like a CEREC machine yeah. with the blue cam. Or It's a blue cam right now. May maybe I do an upgrade here on this IDS show, but I didn't make the upgrade to the Omnicam. There are a lot of people saying blue cam was a little bit more precise, but a lot of people say, but Omnicam, you don't need powder. I usually do my intra old scan only when I can see my preparation really perfect. If not, I do an imprint and scan just from my die cast. Because then I can see really where's my preparation, where are the margins. I can cut off a little bit of the gypsum and I, I can do it perfectly with a scan then. So I don't see the big advantage of no powder or powder. Especially the range of depth you have with a blue cam was a little bit bigger than with an Omnicam. So they fixed it with a prime scan right now, but uh, I will have a look and try it in my office before I waste a lot of money for that. <laughs> <laughs> so coming back um, to the Serra Smart, do you also use the OptiGlaze kit with that sometimes? Yes. If I do, a, for example, a crown on an implant in the anterior or premolar region, especially premolar region, you can't do it only monochrome just like the block is. You have to do a little characterization. Usually I, I do a little bit of saturation in the cervical part with an OptiGlaze because these colors are very easy to place. And then you can, if you use it as a characterization, I use the colorless OptiGlaze just to glaze it. And it lasts very long. We, we did our testing in a dental office where we took a crown which is was one half was polished, the other one the other half was coated with OptiGlaze. We leave it in mouth for one year and you can't see any difference. So it works perfect, no problem. So if you do a characterization, I would recommend use the OptiGlaze, the full system, sandblast, do your bonding agent on top, 
make your characterization and covered with a glaze so and you're refined but if you just do a monochromatic you can do it by polishing with the instruments you use for intro oil restoration or you have in your dental lab maybe Let's come to the luting part also. You um, just mentioned sandblasting. Yeah. You and you are always sandblasting your Sarah Smarts. Always. Because sandblasting gives you a perfect surface. It, it increases the surface for the bonding agent you use. So sandblasting is always cleaning and increasing surface. So it's, it's in my opinion, it's mandatory to do that. Then I usually take an adhesive. The adhesive I usually take in the mouth for a direct restoration because the adhesive systems we have right now from several companies are able to bond to your matrix of the Serasmart. I mean the racing part of the Serasmart. If you don't feel comfortable enough with that, what I can understand, but it's, there's no need for, you can etch Serasmart as well because they use only fillers that are etchable. So you can etch your Serosmart with a hydrofluoric acid. It's a step on top you don't need to do, but you can do. And that this is just a recommendation for Serosmart because I know Serosmart can be etched. There are other materials on the market. They have fillers inside you can't etch. Then it doesn't make any sense to do it. So be aware what material you're using in in order to use the right conditioning system for your restoration. Uh, I personally always like sandblasting very much. So, and since we have an intraoral sandblaster in each in our, of our operators, it's a no-brainer for me to also do a quick sandblasting of the Serosmart. I do have in, the, in my small lab in the dental office, we have a good sandblaster machine and we have one of the portable one in each operatory as well. So, I can agree fully that you have to, and it's it's not the time-consuming thing. Also, like to sandblast the tooth as well. That's an option. Yeah, for sure. You clean the tooth very perfect in this way. That's a good idea. When it comes to looting, what's your main go-to when you cement or no, loot? Not cementing is the wrong word. Mm. Uh, looting the Sarah Smart it depends. Usually, I, you can say if you do, for example, the Link Force, it's a dual cure cement, which is the absolutely all rounder. You can use it everywhere and everyone at any situation. It works perfect, nice. It's dual cure, so you're absolutely safe that it will cure. By physical properties, some of light curing materials are, if they cured perfectly, a little bit better. So, if you can assure light curing, I would prefer to use light curing material, okay. but you should make your limit if you m have more than two millimeters thickness of your restoration go to a dual cure and you're safe because otherwise it could be that it's not cured perfect and this could result in fracture of your restoration because it's not hard enough underneath your restoration Yeah, I mean, light curing is also a completely different topic as well. Yeah. But I you know you have even a lecture about that. So <laughs> if anyone is interested <laughs> in that topic, he can just Google you on the internet and yeah. write it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been using Sarasmart at all? I got the first Sarasmart six months before they launched it. Mm. I guess it's five years ago, something oh, like okay. that. 
Okay, I had Sarah Smart 270 as well, six months or five months before they launched it, so I can tell you it works. Mm. And I feel it's right now, I didn't find a better material in this cl class type of material, a composite hybrid. I didn't find a better one like this moment at this moment. In this five years, did you ever had any repair issues that you needed to repair something or add something on the Sarasmart? Because I think that's also one of the advantages of hybrids that we can easily re also repair these kind yeah. of... If I tell you I didn't have any repair, I have to lie. <laughs> there, there is no situation where you don't make a mistake someone in some cases. Yes, I do had a replacement because it was my fault the... The thickness was too thin, so a crown breaked on an implant. But it's that's not Sarah Smart's fault; it's my fault. But yes, if you have a repair, like there's a, a little bit chipped off because a patient had a cherry and broke, uh, chewed very hard on the stone inside, there could be a breakage, and that's uh, that's not material fault. That's the dentist fault. That's that's real life. Okay. And then you have it, the easy way to use a you can roughen the surface even by a sandblaster or with a red diamond, something like a fine diamond, then use your bonding agent and then repair your situation in the mouth with a regular composite. It's very easy, much better than having trouble with a full ceramic in this place because etching in the mouth and doing a bonding at the ceramic with a composite, it's, it's a different story. It doesn't make that much fun. That's a nice closing argument. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks a lot for this podcast, Jörg. Thank uh, you. Yeah. And I just can recommend everybody who's listening to it, if you want, want to find out more about Jörg, just Google him. There are quite some webinars by you online.